Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello and welcome back to Bloom. I'm so glad that you're here today because I really think that this episode is going to resonate with you. It is practical and it's simple and it's easy to put into play. So um, anyway, I hope you enjoy it. But before I get started, I want to just give you a little update on our gardens progress. I know some of you could care less, but some of you love hearing about it. So just wanted to share kind of a a really cool moment we um, we had recently. We sat down to dinner the other night and about 95% of our entire meal was from our garden or from our land. So that was really awesome. We had a salad. We grew lettuce for the first time this year. So we had our own lettuce. We had our own tomatoes, cucumbers. We did a hard boiled egg from the chickens. We had corn that we had frozen last year. We cooked that. It was delicious. We had um, roasted squash, zucchini, and tomatoes. And then to top it all off, my husband has been raving about black raspberries and they're okay to me. I probably don't love them as much as Jacob does, but the big girls and I made homemade black raspberry cobbler and it was amazing. It was so sweet once it cooked. So I was really, really excited about that. Um, I had not made cobbler since I was in high school, maybe in home ec, we learned to make it. And I called my mom. I'm like, I need your recipe. And of course she doesn't have a recipe. She just kind of wings it and knows I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I kind of had to go back to my high school days and remember this cobbler recipe, but it turned out so, so yummy. So it was one of those full circle moments where we were just really, really proud that, um, of what we had done, what we had accomplished, you know, the hard work that we had put in and then to be able to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So that was a really neat moment. The only thing that we didn't have that we grew um, were our fillets. We got those from my uncle. He has a butcher shop called Beef and Bacon in Beach Grove, Kentucky. If you know where that is, you should stop in. He has a ton, a ton of good meat. So anyway, all still locally grown. We had an awesome meal and the garden is really looking good. It's starting to come in. We have a kind of a hybrid squash zucchini this year. I don't know what happened. So if you're listening and maybe, maybe, you know, let me know, fill me in. And it's producing a mix between a squash and a zucchini. It looks like a zucchini, but it has probably more yellowing than a zucchini. And it's, it's got some green to it too, but it's still good. Still tastes the same. So that's kind of a, an anomaly, but anyway, garden is doing great. We are picking a ton of blackberries too. It's about to be caning season. We're, we're talking about all the things that we want to do and um, just really, really pleased with it. So Anyway, we're going to get started on today's episode, and um, I'll just go ahead and jump right in. But this past weekend was just a good weekend to refuel and recharge our batteries. You know, it was a full weekend. We had lots going on, but we were coming off some very full weeks as well. And yet we still made time to really just enjoy the moments that we had together and experience a lot of peace and contentment. Felt really, really good coming into a new week. But I haven't always been able to do this. You know, most of my life I have been sort of the victim of my calendar and my to-dos. You all know how much I love to plan and I make my list and I have 10 calendars for everything and I write it all down. But, you know, this was really something that, that controlled me in the past and never really something that I felt like I had a whole lot of control over. You know, I would get so caught up in 
thinking that I had to just do all the things that I forgot how to just be and be still and be present. And I'm sure that you've had those days or weeks and heck months and years when you're just bouncing from one thing to the next. You never really feel like you've gotten anything done. You're spent, you're worn out, you know, you're doing too much of the things that don't bring you any joy in your life. And when we're running from one thing to the next, we are more likely to be emptying our tank instead of getting it filled. You know, COVID really helped a lot of us recenter our pace, recenter our steps and our direction in order so that we can determine, you know, what was on that calendar, what was taking up our time and whether or not it needed to stay there or it needed to go. There were a lot of things that stayed, but yet there were so many things that, that left that went off my calendar. And as schedules pick back up, I've started to notice that my yeses are causing my tank to run a little bit low again. Typically on Fridays, one of the practices that I follow is I'll write out Friday afternoon. I'm writing down, you know, kind of looking ahead at my upcoming week. And I've got this little peak at a week. It's a tear off sheet. It has Monday through Friday. It's just for the weekday. And before I leave in the afternoon, I'll write down, you know, kind of my appointment um, reminders, you know, the upcoming meetings that I have, those important to do's. And then on Sunday, I sit down and I'll look at a plan again. I have another calendar that I use and I'll look at my upcoming week. And that's for my personal appointments, myself and our family. And lately I've started to see that my calendar is full of a lot of things for other people and other things that, that really aren't bringing me joy instead of doing things for myself and doing things for others that, that do bring me joy. So today's episode is really going to be about taking a good look at what's getting your time, what's getting your attention, because when we start filling our, th- our lives with these things that are taking and not giving, you know, we, we have to determine what's got to go and what needs to stay. So we're going to talk about, you know, ways that we can put good stuff back on your calendar, put those things back on your calendar that do fill your cup, that do refill your tank, that do bring you joy because your calendar, your yeses, your choices those all dictate your time and your time is something that is sacred. I cannot say that enough. Your time is sacred. And once it's spent, you don't get it back. You have to protect it at all costs, because if you don't, you're going to look up and you're going to wonder where all that time went, why your life feels rushed and why you feel depleted. So today I thought I would just walk through a recent exercise that I did not too long ago and do a calendar check. And let's make sure that our calendars are focused on the right thing so that we can find more joy and fulfillment in our day. But before we do that, we have to first identify what it is that actually brings us joy, right? Because how can we add more joy to our day if we don't know what's actually bringing us that joy? So what is it that gives you life? What is it that leaves you with that sense of just goodness and wholesomeness and happiness? What fills your cup? Is it being around other people? Is it time to yourself? Time doing the things you enjoy, your favorite hobbies, your favorite activities, going to Target, walking around with a coffee in your hand, not being rushed, having as much time as you want. Is it being outside, exercise, helping other people, reaching a goal? What is it? I want you to think about what those things are. And then I want you to think about when you experience the most joy, who are you with? Are you by yourself? Are you with your family at work? 
with friends or your community at church, you know, I want you to kind of collectively think about what are those things? When do they happen? And who's around you when you, when you feel that? Also want you to think about where you are. You know, maybe there's a certain place like the beach or the mountains, or maybe it's your home. You know, it could be a lot of different places. Pay attention the next time that you experience joy and make a mental note or write it down on a physical piece of paper, put it in your phone. And I want you to recognize what it is so that you can watch and you can start to look for these patterns and recreate that. I know a lot of times just being around my people recharges me, you know, or getting outside and experiencing nature that will also do it. Um, it gives me an opportunity to be alone with my thoughts. I can process if I need to, and I can appreciate the beauty around me. I can fill my gratitude cup back up with being mindful of all those treasures that God has put on my path along the way. I know that putting my feet in the sand is almost instantly relaxing for me. I know that time to myself is necessary. I also know that my time in the morning, you know, doing my morning routine, my devotionals, that is a must. If I get up and I want to have a good day and start my day off right, I have to set that intention from the very beginning. I need to make sure that I've got time to read, time to grow, to learn, because it keeps me curious. It keeps me hungry. You know, I'm eager to learn and to better myself when I'm doing those things. I also know that setting aside time to create is a must for me too. I have creativity in my blood. And if I'm not creating, if I'm not dreaming and imagining, or if I'm not stretching myself in order to use those gifts that he gave me and put that to good use, I'm not happy. And I also know that when I don't make time to do these things, I start to crack. I start to spiral and I spin out of control. I feel lost. I feel helpless. I'm short with other people. I'm grumpy and I take it out on those around me. And I don't mean to do that. I don't want to do that. That's not who I am. But when we're not doing what we love, it shows. We start to become miserable. We start to become unhappy. You know, I understand that we have to do things sometimes that we don't enjoy. We have to do things that we don't want to do. But it doesn't mean that it has to be this way all the time. It doesn't mean that we can't find joy and happiness in the little things and the big things that appear in the day to day. You know, we chase a lot of things in life. We hustle, we work our butts off, and we think that we have to keep going and going and going because that's how we're taught. If you're not in motion, if you're not keeping up with everybody else, if you're not keeping pace, you're doing it wrong. If you're not constantly on, you're going to get left behind. And that's a lie. That's wrong. We keep working hard for someday. And I've said it on here before that someday is not a day that exists on the calendar. Someday when I get to this point in my career or someday when I get to this point in my relationship or someday when things slow down, don't wait for someday. Don't wait for one day. You've got today and you've got one shot at this life. And if you're not intentionally living each and every day and choosing happiness and fulfillment, you're wasting this one life. Stop chasing the next thing. That is a trap. There will always be that carrot dangled in front of you. And unless you decide that you're going to plant your own garden of carrots and eat one whenever you want, you're never going to be satisfied. You have to learn to find joy and contentment where you are today, or you will never appreciate where you're going. You never see the blessings that have been given to you. If you're constantly just focused on what you don't have or what someone else has. 
You know, it's something that has very little to do with what you're going through. And it has everything to do with what you choose to focus on. We don't get to choose the circumstance that we're given, but we do get to choose our response. We do get to choose how we're going to show up and we do get to choose our attitude and how we respond when things don't go our way. We get to make lemonade out of lemons. And notice I said we get to instead of have to. I've caught myself reframing this exact phrase a lot of times lately, and it's helped me to kind of recognize and appreciate that I'm afforded a lot of opportunities and I'm given a lot of things that I get to be a part of. There's a good book that I read a few years ago called The Lemonade Life, and it speaks to a lot of this. So if you're looking for a good positive read, you should go check it out. I'll link it in the show notes later on. But we do, we get to choose how we're spending our time on this earth and making the most of the time that we do have. So I want us to look at our calendars. I want you to think about what's on your calendar today. Do you feel good about how you're spending your time, how you're spending your days? Are you running your day or is your day running you? You know, there are people right now, right this very moment that are making their bucket list because they don't have much time left. And then there's also people that are actually out there and they're living their bucket list because they understand that living each day is so much better than letting each day pass them by. Choosing to seek joy each and every day is something that you have to do. You have to flex it like a muscle. You have to build it. It's a path that you have to choose day in and day out. But if you think you're going to be happier and more joyful when things get easier, when things slow down, when your life gets better, you're going to be setting yourself up for disappointment because it's actually in those moments, those, those tough moments, those hard moments, those moments that we didn't plan for. That's where we can actually find the joy. And if we're conditioned to look for it, it will always be there. There's a verse that I have to refer to. And I have to remind myself of this when I feel overwhelmed and on days when I feel like I can't catch a break, when worry and anxiety are knocking at my front door and I have to recenter my thoughts and turn that into gratitude. The verse is James 12, three, and it reads, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. My faith gets tested often. I'm learning that my biceps might not be that toned, but my faith muscles are getting stronger and stronger every day. What we give our time and energy to is going to determine the result. So think about those choices that you're making, the opportunities and those little delights along the way that you may be missing because you're focused on what's not going your way and you're missing what actually is. Be mindful when you experience joy and what's contributing to that. Now that you've had a minute to think about what actually brings you joy, and if you need more time, go ahead and push pause. Start jotting those things down that that actually light you up inside, actually from the inside out, those things that give you life, because this is going to turn into your joy list. And once you have your joy list, we're going to go put it into action. We're going to make sure that we're actually being intentional and adding it to your calendar on purpose. Color makes me happy. I love to highlight all over a page or a book. I love to write in bright colored pens and pretty bright colored notebooks. Color brings me joy. And now my new favorite thing is to color code my calendar. I use different colors for different calendars on my phone. You all can do the same. You can also do it with Google calendar. But when I pull up the calendar on my phone, I want to be able to see 
a lot of different colors because it helps me identify what's getting my time. You know, I can see the color orange is our family calendar. Blue is my work calendar and purple is my personal calendar. And lately after doing this exercise and creating my joy list, yellow represents those things that bring me joy. And if I open my calendar and I don't see a lot of yellow, it's time to do some rearranging. It's time to make time for more of those things that are giving me life. Spending more time with God, getting outside, date nights with my husband, playtime with my girls, coffee with a friend, time spent creating, and time to rest and recharge. So I want you to go back to your joy list. I want you to look at that list and I want you to find ways that you can add more of those things that you wrote down into your calendar. So that while you're working hard and you're making moves, you're also incorporating goodness and happiness and joy. And hopefully adding a little bit more color to your calendar. Once we start to work in some of these simple foundations, we can really change the course of our day, which is then going to change the course of our weeks, the course of our months, and the course of our years, and eventually the course of your life. I am proof of that. I didn't discover this until recently, but I know it's possible. I know that I can do it and I know that you can do it. You've got this one special life. Make the most of it today and your tomorrow is going to thank you. I want to thank you so much for being here and choosing to spend your time with me. It really does mean so much. And if this episode, if it resonated with you, tag me on Instagram at live your life in bloom or send it to somebody who needs to hear it too. We need more joy in this world and it all starts with us. So keep cultivating, keep growing and keep blooming. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 